Well, again and again and again, throughout the Christmas story, we hear the royal announcement. It comes to Mary. It comes to Joseph. It comes to the shepherds. And it comes to us. The king is coming. God himself is sending us a king. As we heard, the angel Gabriel said to Mary, You will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. In the lessons we heard We heard Jesus described. He's a righteous king. He comes because there is no justice on earth, but he will establish justice. He will establish righteousness in the earth. He's a saving king. He comes to save his people from their sins. He's the forever king. His kingdom will have no end. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. Friends, Jesus has come into our dark world as the king who will put right everything. Hallelujah. But it's also very interesting. We've got to think about this a little bit. See, God saw that all the many, 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 many problems in our world, he saw them all. And what did he send? He sent us a king. Now, if God thought that the answer to all of our problems was to send us a king. That means something. You know what it means? It means we need to be ruled by a king. We need to live under the king's righteous and loving authority. Well, what would a good king be like? A good king would would be someone who actually knows what is best and who knows what's best for us. Someone who provides for our needs and protects us from harm. Someone who will tell us what is right and what is wrong, what is good and what is not good. Someone who will require that we and everybody else walks in righteousness. And here's the kicker. Someone who will do all these things even when we think we know better. See, that's where the authority piece comes in. And that's where we get hung up. We love the idea that Jesus will come to bring justice and righteousness and to stop all those people who are doing wrong. All the bad people whoever you might define the bad people to be, doing whatever they want regardless of the outcome and the effect on others. But guess what? The Bible actually speaks to this question, and it tells us that we too, you and me, fall into that category of the bad people, doing whatever we want whatever is right in our own eyes, ignoring God's commands rather than living under his good rule. 
The prophet says, all of us, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. We are all rebels against God's good rule. But here's the good news of Christmas. It's that God's king has come and he's come to save. He's come to save strays and rebels just like us. Jesus himself explained his mission like this. The Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. And so he came into this world calling to anyone who would listen. This is his primary message. He says, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the good news. He came announcing that the kingdom of God had come in himself. We sing, let earth receive her king. But for the most part, the world did not receive him, did not receive the king, did not receive the king's message. He was born into obscurity. From his earliest years, his enemies sought his life. And then when he was grown to manhood, Jesus spent the three years of his ministry showing us who God is, walking our road, showing us God's salvation, teaching us what God's kingdom is like, calling us to come into that kingdom. But in the end, in the end, we rejected that call. We rejected his call. We said, away with him from the earth. This one will not be our king. And we hung him up to die upon a cross. Now as he died, over his head hung the sign, this is Jesus, the king of the Jews. But I don't want you to be fooled. Death was not the king's defeat. The cross was not the king's defeat. The cross was his triumph. Because in that wonderful and terrible moment, Jesus was actually establishing God's kingdom. He was actually making it possible so that you and I could enter into that kingdom. He was dealing with our sins. He was being punished for our transgressions. He was dying to pay the price to buy back those who had gone astray. So badly. And then after three days, God raised Jesus up from the dead and he stepped out of the grave as the glorified God man. And soon after that, he ascended into heaven and there he has been installed as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And hear me, it is God's intention that one day every knee, including yours, including mine, shall bow to him. And every tongue, including yours, including mine, will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So now, even tonight, God, who has established Jesus and has given him all authority in heaven and on earth, calls you to respond to his Son, who is the King. What does he require of you? He requires that you receive his son as your king. Your own king. 
Well, how? How would you do that? Well, first it would mean acknowledging that you're a sinner. That you're the problem. That you yourself are lawless. A sheep who has gone astray, you have turned and gone your own way. It would mean acknowledging that you are in need of a Savior from your sin. It would acknowledge that Jesus is that Savior that you need. It would mean believing that this King submitted Himself to being nailed to a cross, submitted Himself to death for you. For you, so that He could provide what you needed. He could provide for you, so that He could purchase for you forgiveness for all your sin and rebellion. It would mean bowing before Jesus as the one who has risen from the dead and has all authority in heaven and on earth. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge what's true. Acknowledge him as your king, your Lord, the one who has your allegiance, your love, and your loyalty. It would mean saying, Jesus, you hold the reins of my life now. You aren't the boss anymore. He is. He speaks, you obey. He commands, your response is, yes, sir. And by the way, do you, do you know what the first command would be to you when you have taken him as your king? It would actually be to join yourself to a community of his followers so that you can love and worship and serve him together. The king's instruction to you And his good will for you would be to find a gospel preaching church that will teach you about him and start plugging in. Now that doesn't have to be this church. Though of course we'd be glad to welcome you back. But do understand, Jesus provides for and shepherds and cares for his loved ones in community. That is his gracious and good will for you. That is his command to those who are his followers. So friends, Jesus has come. He has come. He is coming again. The babe in the manger became the man upon the cross, and now he rules as King of kings and Lord of lords. God has sent Jesus into this world as his good, faithful, righteous king whose reign will, shall be forever. You know what that means? It means he's not going to leave you alone. He's not going to leave you alone. You must respond to him. So kiss the sun now while there's still time. It's true, he will only wait so long for you to accept his terms of peace. But what glorious terms they are. You can trust this king with your life because he knows what's best for you. And he promises eternal joy and eternal peace and eternal life. Eternal life starting right now and going on forever to all those who will receive him. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. He calls you tonight. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest for your souls. That is his call. Respond. Let's pray.
Our Father in heaven, we thank you for installing your king. Thank you that you have not left us to our own devices, left us to do whatever is right in our own eyes, but you have given us this glorious and gracious king, the one who knows far better what's good for us than we know what's good for ourselves. And we pray, Lord, that we would submit to his rule. Lord, he has come to love and to save. He has come to forgive. Lord, let us submit to him. We pray these things in Jesus' name.